0: Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we are jumping into a classic piece of cinema. Unfortunately, it's our last appearance from Queen Lindsay Lohan. It's sad. Uh, we watched Get a Clue this week, which is from 2002. Mm-hmm. We're halfway through. This is June 2002. There's actually only a couple more for the year, but... Yeah, I was looking at our list. We're almost at 50. <laughs> yeah, which is, this is number 47. <laughs> I was was like, I'm surprised we've lasted this long. I'm surprised we haven't quit yet. Well, my brother, so whenever he calls me, a lot of times he'll ask me about the podcast because he's very uncomfortable with silence. And he was like, oh, have you watched them all already? And I was like, (laughs) no. Do you know how many (laughs) decoms there are? There are so many. Plus, we have to get to, like, all the ones that I, whenever I got too old and stopped watching. Yeah, those are going to be interesting. Like, the Kim Possible remake, mm-hmm. live version, and the Freaky Friday. Oof! Oof! It's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, jumping in, uh, we, this movie stars two people who we've already met, uh, Lilo, Lindsay Lohan, if you will, and um, Queen Brenda Song, and whenever I first watched it, so I was like, damn, Brenda Song only got supporting roles. She never got a main role. But then I was like, oh, wait, Wendy Wu is a thing. But (laughs) Um, she was on Disney Channel for so long. Okay, yeah, I think I said that last, like, I counted how many years she was last time, but it was a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Good for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and then I was like, well, her only other starring role was Pass the Plate. (laughs) Um, And then we have um, Bug Hall, who is Alfalfa from The Little Rascal*. (laughs) Okay, listen, I told Elizabeth this yesterday, but in DCOMs as a kid, they really would just put any boy and be like, this is the cute boy. And because the actors were like, oh my god, he's so cute, he's popular, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's cute. (laughs) Like, as a kid, I remember being like, oh yeah, he's cute. They could just tell me anyone was cute, and I would have said yeah. I don't remember when, I... When I first realized he was Alfalfa, because, let's see, I first got an iPod Touch in sixth grade. <laughs> so it was probably then when I looked that guy up and I was like, oh my god, it's Alfalfa. <laughs> and I never saw him as anything other than Alfalfa. <laughs> also, I can't believe that none of the kids from The Little Rascals became, like, big celebrities. I mean, this is a pretty big movie. It, it is. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, like, there's no one where it's like, oh, you know, their first role was The Little Rascals. <laughs> yeah. Um we also have uh Ian Gomez, who's a guy you've seen in everything. He was in Superstore, Fresh Off the Boat, Supergirl, he was a series regular in Cougar Town, if you're a Cougartown fan. <laughs> uh, Drew Jackson VP Reba George Lopez Curd Your Enthusiasm Felicity, which was a show with uh Carrie Russell and my big fat Greek wedding. Who was Ian Gomez? Uh Mr. Walker. Oh, okay. Um and then we have Amanda Plummer. Who I know as Virus um, in The Hunger Games: Catching Fire. She's a lady who says "tick tock, tick tock" all the time. <laughs> She's also Christopher Plummer's daughter. Christopher Plummer is a famous actor. If you do not know, do not know. Um, and it also says she was in Pulp Fiction. I've never seen Pulp Fiction, but yeah, I don't know. It's not worth the watch, in my opinion. Um, and then we also have Mr. Sheffield <laughs> again, again, <laughs> second decom. Love Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> Um, and then we have this woman who I guess we missed last time. She was also in Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, but I don't remember going over her. Her name is Kim, Ro- Kim Roberts. She plays Miss Stern. Um, she's been in a few DCOMs, like Z-O-M-B-I-E-S, which we'll get to <laughs> in, in years later. Uh, she was in a couple episodes of The Handmaid's Tale, Schitt's Creek, Degrassi. Uh, she was in Charlie Bartlett, which is a really good movie. She's also in Jump In and The Cheetah Girls. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have for people. Yeah, I did not look into the people very much. I looked into the main people, didn't see anything that looked that familiar besides, like, what we've already covered. Someone was in 7th Heaven. I don't know who it was, but I thought you would have seen it. (laughs) Well, somebody was in 7th Heaven. I didn't look that deeply this week. I was more concerned with the story. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Your girl loves a good mystery, a good white-collar crime film. It's my favorite (laughs) genre. Well, okay, and here's the thing, I remember liking this, but as I was watching it, I didn't remember what happened. Like, I knew there were certain <laughs> plot points where I was like, yeah, that's important, but I couldn't remember the ending, so mm. it was a surprise. Mm. Alright, are we ready to get get with it? Yeah, let's get in. Let's All get right. a clue. So, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan <laughs> says that multiple <laughs> times in the movie. It's like her catchphrase. Okay, so we open on some, like, stock images of New York City. Oh, yeah, and this song is played. Oh. <laughs> it goes like, "What's up? What's new? It's me. It's you. Get, Get a, a clue. clue. And it's by it's by this band named Prozac, but Disney made them like change their credit name. <laughs> so they're not Prozac. <laughs> um, it's a really great song. No, I really should like it. it. As should... a kid, I it got stuck in my head. We should make a playlist of like songs featured. <laughs> in Are they actually on Spotify? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a YouTube playlist maybe. Um, so, we cut to, we are panning over all these fashionable accessories in a bedroom. Yeah, so, uh, her room is so cool for the early 2000s. Everything is, like, furry and, like, fuzzy with all these fun colors. There's, like, a shoe that's, like, a chair in her room with, like, a high heel. (laughs) Ooh, it's very, very cool. Uh, so then we pan over and see this girl asleep in her bed. Um, her sleeping mask just says best friend. <laughs> there's really, there's not, like, a matching one that yeah, friend has. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that Brenda Song would have the other, yeah, she did I was looking so hard. I was like, what does that say? Well, yeah, I, I saw know. friend, and I thought it said bad friend. And I was like, <laughs> that's not what we're trying to promote here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, know yourself. <laughs> um, so this beeping wakes her up, and she grabs this, headphone set that's sitting on her nightstand. Yeah, she has her own phone, her own phone line in her room, I feel like. Attached to add. this free headphone set. Yeah, and so that's what she puts on. And, she, like, she on. immediately starts talking to her friend Jen. This is Lexi that we're seeing. This is Lindsay Lohan. And she starts talking to Jen, who is Brenda Song. Yeah, so then she walks over to her computer, and they start video chatting yeah. before school. They, well, they start video chatting, and then, like, somehow the phone that they're talking on is also, like, connected to this video chat, I think. I mean, they're probably using dial-up, so. And then they connect to, and then they have video without sound. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so then, yeah, they turn on the computer. They both have fuzzy computer covers. They're so cute. Um, (laughs) They're showing each other their outfit Yeah, Lexi says, what's your outfit? Du jour. I don't know what du jour means. (laughs) Maybe today. I don't know. Um, I will also like to say, as they're talking, If Cupid Had a Heart is playing in the background. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I noticed people, that, too. People on BuzzFeed have pointed out before, but I watched this movie yes, back same, in high school one time, same. and I was like, If Cupid Had a Heart is playing. I was like, everyone needs to know, but everyone was like, let's get a clue. Nobody yeah. knows. Uh, yeah, I remember that, too, and I was like, that's the song. Yeah, from Hannah okay, Montana. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Selena Gomez, uh, in, like, an episode or two, played Hannah Montana's rival named Mikayla, and she, this was, like, her hit song, it was if he, it's clearly not Selena Gomez singing and obviously Disney has had this like royalty free track in their like Arsenal for Arsenal for years. Yeah. And they just use it whenever they need to. Yeah, but that's playing in the background. As uh Brenda's song is or Jen is trying on her outfit. Yeah, she presents two outfits. Um Lexi says, she like shows the first one and Lexi is just like ew no and the <laughs> second one looks like good one which okay they were fashionable for the time but seeing them like right now I was like wait she's wearing two different types of stripes on her top and bottom what is she doing it's a bold choice but this is also New York City and you we, we get a lot of looks Upper East of side of New upper York side. so um, yeah Lexi presents her outfit it's great and then they just like move away they don't ever log off of the video <laughs> chat they just like move away from the computer. And that's it. And that's it. So then we cut to the family is eating breakfast. Um, Lexi's little sister, Taylor, asks Dad why he's reading this paper if he doesn't like it. The paper is the Daily Examiner. Uh, we learned that Dad is a reporter for the New York Times. Yeah, and Dad's like, Well, I got to keep my eye on the competition. You never know. And they're like, yeah. The Daily Examiner is the competition for the New, for York, the New Times. York Times. Um, dad's like yeah everyone's competition <laughs> it's news <laughs> yeah and so uh so then we briefly see their like housekeeper i guess presenting lexi with breakfast and yeah Lexi's like mm, is it extra crispy like i like it i think this is just like to prove again yeah, that they have like, money they're really rich yeah <laughs> um taylor is like wearing these like weird like science tech glasses they yeah she's really... wearing these like goggle things yeah i don't know she's like a science person yeah uh, we learned that mom's going out of town for the weekend it's I, I don't For work or something. <laughs> Mom is only there in the beginning. She never shows up. Well, and, and that, there's a picture of, like, Lexi and Mom on her bedside yeah, thought, table, at so. at first I was like, wait, is Mom dead? Is that why? Well, yeah, I well, thought I was, was like, Oh, wait, something. no, Mom just isn't there. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing about it. But um, Mom is telling them, like, get along while I'm out of town, blah, 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 but Lexi is annoyed at Taylor for something, as sisters do, I guess, and yeah. they start arguing even more while Mom is telling them to get along. Well, Dad interrupts them, and he says, Lexi, your article was published in the Daily Examiner. And she says, oh, I submitted this to, like, the junior writer's column. And they're like, what's it about? And she says, it's a story about the friendship between Miss Dawson and Mr. Walker at my school. But really, Lexi discovered this, like, secret romance that they were trying to hide from everyone and published it in a major New York newspaper. Yeah, is that legal? Can you do that? Yeah, well, because then, um... Because they sure. keep saying, like, time and time again, she's like, it's not gossip. It's not a gossip Yeah, even problem. her dad's like, oh, a nice human interest piece. And yeah. And so there's, like, it's gossip. Yeah, and Lexi freaks out, and she's like, no, it's not. But, like, isn't the only way you would be able to publish that as gossip? Because, like, you can't, like, slander that. You can't. Yeah. Like, that's That's, mm That is not very ethical. Uh, Also, why would a newspaper publish, like, a secret love story from a local high school? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that doesn't make sense either. Why is that news to them? (laughs) Who cares? Plot hole. But (laughs) yeah, anyway, everyone is very excited for her because her article is in the paper. That is exciting when she's in high school. Yeah, so then we cut to um, all the Upper East Side children walking into school. They're all on their cell phones. They're very accessorized. They're accessorized. This one girl has a literal, like, stuff animal alligator as a purse. Yeah. (laughs) Very early 2000s. All of these like 12 year olds are like walking into school. Who the fuck are you talking to? They're business managers. (laughs) (laughs) Well I mean if this were the CW they'd all own their own business. Okay so Lexi's outfit in this scene is it is amazing. Chef's kiss. She's wearing this iconic fuchsia leather jacket which I love. I'm so jealous I wish I owned and then to go along with it she's wearing this powder blue shirt it's like uh like scrunched in the middle like very early 2000s and then she's wearing these pants that kind of match the pink and the blue they're like paisley it's kind of like 70s also leather it just the vibe is immaculate it's so cool yeah so Lexi walks into school and we all know that she's super popular because everyone's saying hi they're like hi hi Lexi and and she just walks through and just goes hi hi guys (laughs) Hi. Yeah, and they're congratulating <laughs> her, too, for her article, yes, because three, this is a big deal. These three girls walk up, and they go, congrats on your article, Lexi. And they say, Miss Dawson, and Mr. Walker, no way. What a scandal. And then the other girl says, you shine, Lexi. <laughs> and Lexi's <laughs> just like, thanks. And then walk <laughs> by. Yeah, and so at this point, Lexi sees Mr. Walker, and she's thinking to herself, what does Miss Dawson see in him? Yeah. She was like, <laughs> his, his green coat is so hideous. And she's just like, Miss Dawson could do better, and that's, like, it. So, uh, Lexi says hi to Mr. Walker as he's talking to one of her other, uh... Jack. Yeah, one of her students, er, Newspaper. Classmates. <laughs> Couldn't think of that word. Um, and Jack the... They theme... I can't <laughs> talk. Jack seems less than enthused whenever Lexi comes up and is talking Mr. To Walker her. seems, like, a little bit flustered, too. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd be annoyed if someone posted my personal yeah, relationship like in like the my paper. S- my 13-year-old student posted it in a major New York paper. Anyway, so then Miss Stern walks out, and she's the admissions counselor, and she's like, mmm, biz- all business all the time. She walks up to Mr. Walker and says, I need to speak with you, like, all serious like. So then Jack and Le- Lindsay, Lexi start talking, and Jack compares Lexi to Hedda Hopper, who back in... God, i don't know 50s 60s was like the biggest like hollywood gossip columnist of the time i only know this because i watched feud betty and joan the ryan murphy series about betty davis and joan crawford had a hopper was a character well yeah but lexi doesn't know who that is and he's like oh she was a famous like gossip columnist and then lexi gets offended again she's like that was a yeah. human interest piece that was not gossip no it wasn't <laughs> So then Gabe walks up and sticks a camera in Lexi's face and says, What's your secret? Mr. Walker won't even let his picture in the yearbook. Uh, we learn that Lexi had used one of Taylor's spy cameras to, like, get a picture around the corner or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and she says, a good reporter is always in on the job. Yeah, Um. so Jen catches up to Lexi at their lockers. She's wearing, yeah, we, we saw the skirt and the sweater, which were, like, mismatched stripes. She's also wearing this, like, choker with this, uh, like, um, with this, like, it looks like a crafted flower <laughs> that's just, like, sticking out of the side. And then this furry red bucket hat. It's a look. Um, Jen says that Jack is jealous of Lexi because he's the newspaper editor and she is just the gossip columnist and she got published before he did. She's just the advice column. Oh, yeah, advice columnist. <laughs> Um, and so then we're in Miss Dawson's class, and she is saying that it's career week and that there are parents here to talk about their careers. And the first speaker is someone who used to be in the CIA. <laughs> she's a covert oper- oper- operation, covert? operative, covert operations? I don't know. I just put covops. ops. ops agent. And she's just like, oh, being an agent is so much fun, but it's also very lonely. And then we cut. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> um, so Jen and Lexi are in the newspaper room, and Lexi is reading an advice inquiry, and is just like, my friend and I got in a fight. She, we made up, but I'm still hurt. Um, and Lexi is like, hmm, what would I tell her? I'd tell her to tell her friend how she feels, and then treat yourself to and some nice new shoes. And we see Jack kind of, like, scoffing at that answer. Yeah. So, then we see that the chief of the newspaper, like, the, the one of their teachers, calls them together for a meeting, and, of course, he brings up Lexi's article, and so they all clap for her. And, again, Jack looks kind of annoyed. Um, Jack is the editor, and... He's volunteered to speak. Yeah, the teacher just, like, involuntarily passes the mic to Jack, like, oh, he's gonna say a few words about Lexi and her article. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, we're proud of her, especially because she's from a different a area. soft news area, yeah. is what he says. Yeah, and so... So Lexi and Jen are very offended. Yeah, but then someone else compliments Lexi again... <laughs> And Jack says that he needs her article ASAP if he's going to run it. And then Lexi, she thanks him for not accepting her last article because that's why she submitted it to the junior columnist, and that's how it got in the paper. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Lexi walks out of the bathroom in school, and she catches Miss Dawson and Mr. Walker in, like, the stairwell and, like, eavesdrops on them. And so we see this conversation where Miss Dawson starts, and she says, I don't understand. And Mr. Walker says, I never meant to hurt you. And then Miss Dawson says, what changed? we made plans i love you and mr walker says i don't love you that's what changed so miss dawson says one of us has to leave millington that's the name of the school and mm-hmm. it's not gonna be me so lexi's like watching this she's like oh, what's happening yeah so then we cut to lexi's home that night she's typing on her computer dad comes in and so we learned that they're both workaholics dad missed dinner because he was there at work the entire time but lexi's like oh well, i've been doing this all night So Dad is like, okay, well, you need to go to bed. Yeah, so so (laughs) Dad calls her article a heartwarming piece of journalism. Yeah, and he's very proud of it. And Lexi kind of pauses for a minute, and she says, have you ever written something that caused something else to happen? And Dad's like, yeah, I write for the New York Times, Lexi. (laughs) It fucking happens. Well, yeah, and he's like, but that's something you have to work up to. That just won't happen with your first article. Lexi's like, I want to write hard news. And Dad's (laughs) like, well... I mean, I started in, like, the classifieds at this Herald, but then I found my own story, and I did some investigating, and then I was on the front page. And so Lexi's like, hmm. And Dad's like, you just gotta, like, follow your hunches and become... Yeah, he says, keep your eyes open, and when you get a hunch, follow it. Yeah, so, um, the next morning, we see this car being pulled out of the water, With police surrounding it. Yeah, police and news, and this detective is, like, watching it get recovered. Uh, we cut to Jack on the sidewalk. He's picking up a newspaper that reads that Mr. Walker is missing. Um, Dad wakes up Lexi at home and also tells her that Mr. Walker is missing, that they found his car in the river. Uh, and Lexi calls Jen, and this is where we see, um, a classic clip from commercials where she says, he's what?! Yeah, and so Lexi is voiceovering this part. She says that the news spread like wildfire, but uh, Lexi and Jen still have killer outfits this yeah, day. Yeah, Lexi walks into school It's surrounded by press and police. Um, and her and Jen say they're both in mourning. Yeah, they're wearing these black dresses. <laughs> See, this to me is the most iconic Lexi Gold look. Oh, it's this black beret and then like <laughs> a black dress with like um patterned black tights. And then Jen has also, like, this black dress with, like, um, red fur accents. And then there's, like, red accents in her hair to match. <laughs> it's quite the look. And so um, Lexi is talking about how it's weird that Mr. Walker just so happened to disappear after her article. And then Gabe comes up with the camera again. And he's like, Lexi, what do you know? You gotta know something. <laughs> and, and so. she's just like, I don't know. Yeah. We also see Miss Stern walking through the hallway. She's also wearing black for mourning, I guess. Yeah. So in Miss Dawson's class, she is talking to the class a little bit about Mr. Walker. She's just like, I know that this is weird, but she starts getting choked up. So she's like, let's just go to the next presenter for career week. Yeah. So Lexi, she's narrating. She's like, I feel sorry for Miss Dawson. Um, and then this detective walks in who was at the crime scene where they found uh, Mr. Walker's car and he asks for Lexi. His name is Detective Potter. They go into a separate classroom and he wants to ask questions. So he asked about, like, you know, like, you published this article yesterday that involved Mr. Walker. Like, do you have any knowledge of, like, their relationship or anything that might have been weird? And Lexi's just like, I mean, up until the article, I was the only one who knew about this relationship. And then yesterday, I saw them break up. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says that Miss Dawson was very upset. And she's like, oh, like, maybe you should just go talk to her. She might know something. I don't know why they wouldn't have talked to her in the first place. And then she's like, also, you should shave your mustache. Yeah, and the (laughs) detective is just like, okay. Which, like, I kind of get because teenagers are really mean, so they will bully (laughs) you on what you're insecure about, so. Uh, yeah, if you've ever seen that, right, I guess we are not teenagers, but the episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine whenever they detain the sorority girls in a fight, (laughs) and Terry's like, they're so mean! Well, like, yeah, John Mulaney is like, they will pick exactly what you're insecure about. Yeah. Uh, so Miss Dawson walks into the classroom after Lexi leaves, um, and then she just, like, kind of, like, keeps the door, like, slightly open to eavesdrop. Yeah, Lexi just stays there as if she doesn't have to go back to class or something. Yeah, Jack, like, catches her eavesdropping, and they both hear the detective question her about making that threat to Mr. Walker about- if one of you if one of us has to leave millington and it's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. And miss we kind of hear miss Dawson talking she's just like, "Oh, well, I was just angry." Like, well, yeah. which my boyfriend broke up with me. Well, yeah, and as the detective starts asking more questions, she's like, "I'm going to wait for my lawyer." Yeah. Um, so Lexi is upset that she led the detective to Miss, to Miss Dawson, because Lexi firmly does not believe that Miss Dawson had anything to do with the disappearance. She's like, she's too nice, she's too, like, petite and sweet, like, there's no way that she could possibly have anything to do. Yeah, and Jack is, first of all, like, well, obviously she's gonna be a suspect, but, like, we both heard her, she seems kind of guilty, but, like you said, she said, besides, she's way too mati- petite to murder anyone. Yeah, she doesn't believe that Miss Dawson killed Mr. Walker, and Lexi's like, there's also no body, like. We don't know if he was even murdered. Yeah. So Lexi's like, I'm going to investigate. And it's going to be, mark my words, Jack Downey, it's going to be on the front page news. Yeah, but Jack points out that he's the only one who actually knows Mr. Walker, and so Lexi's like, oh, you're right, I could probably use you for this. So they end up teaming up. Yeah, well, Jack's like, why would I work with you? And Lexi's like, if you ca- if you care about Mr. Walker, like you say, you, you, would, you wouldn't just sit back and do nothing. And Jack's like, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, And they promise to tell no one what they're doing, because they're teenagers, they're not supposed to be snooping around a missing person. Also, they're on, like, different um, popularity scales, so they don't want to be seen with each other. Yeah. Uh, Lexi and Jen go shopping on Madison Avenue, and Jen, this is after Lexi had told Jen what's happening, Jen's like, I knew you liked Jack. And Lexi's like, um, this is strictly business. And Jen is like, he likes you too, you know. (laughs) And that's it. Uh, so at home, Lexi asks Dad about any Mr. Walker news that he might have heard at you know the times, and then Lexi's like, "Hey Dad, like if you were covering the story, where would you start?" And Dad's like, "Oh, well, I would just start with Mr. Walker's background." Um, and she keeps like asking these questions, and Dad's like, "Now wait a minute, Lexi." Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, "Don't go diving in, don't stick your nose in this. This could After be dangerous." After she asked like, ten questions, yeah, like Dad is very clueless. Get and a Lexi's clue, just, like, Dad. I'm just curious. <laughs> Yeah, so Lexi ends up knocking on her sister Taylor's door, and Taylor begrudgingly opens the door, and she sees all of her little, like, trinkets and tech gear. Yeah, she's got, like, dinosaur posters and, like, beakers and yeah, technology. Yeah, into science and yeah. also spy gear. So Lexi pretends like she's just in there to, like, check up on her, but Taylor's like, okay, why are you really here? And so Lexi is asking about all of her little, like, uh, spy gadgets, and Taylor starts explaining that they're spy gear, they have a listening device. She has a watch, walkie-talkie, and she gets her stuff from the corner spy shop. So then <laughs> It's literally called the corner spy shop. Yeah, so that's the end of that. And then we cut to Lexi and Jack at the spy shop. They're looking at all this stuff. Lexi uh, finds these rear-view glasses that she puts on, and then she sees Jen and Gabe show up. I just want to say that Lexi is wearing um, these white leather pants with large cherries all over them, and then a fuzzy pink shawl. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a look. It's very cute. Um, so, yeah, so Jen and Gabe walk up to them, and Lexi's like, why are you here? And Gabe's like, I want the exclusive story. He has his camera out yeah, again. Yeah, before Dan Rather or Diane Sawyer. I'm going to get it first. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want to turn it in. I know you're going to have it, Lexi. And so, for some reason, Lexi, like, basically agrees. Yeah, well, Jen is Jen also reveals that Gabe lives right across oh, yeah, the street yeah. from Miss Dawson, so that they have an exclusive vantage point. Um, and they can watch her and see if she does anything suspicious. Or they can clear her name. Yeah. And so they they walk, so then they go over to Gabe's house, his mansion. It's Lexi's house. Oh, yeah. They go to Lexi's house, and Jack immediately feels uncomfortable, which we can see, and he says to himself as they all walk away, this is how the other half lives. Yeah, so Lexi says that they must identify any suspicious activities or clues related to Mr. Walker, which... I don't know what, it's literally what they're all there for. Well, and she (laughs) says, we have to listen to our intuition. That's most important. Yeah, so Jack suggests they divide and conquer. One group will investigate Mr. Walker's place in Brooklyn, and the other group will watch Miss Dawson. Yeah, so Lexi and Jen... Jack says that Lexi and Jen should go to Mr. Walker's house, but they're like, in Brooklyn? Well, Jen immediately is like, Ew, absolutely not. I will not go to Brooklyn. Yeah, and so Lexi's like, Alright, well, I guess I'll go. And they're like, Okay, and so Lexi starts to call a car, but Jack is like, there's going to be a ton of traffic. Like, we're just going to take the subway. What are you doing? And Jen's like, oh my god, the subway? And Jack's like, oh, you've never been on the subway before? But Lexi tries to, like, play it off. She's like, I'm from New York. Of course I've been on the subway. But she has very obviously not been on the she's subway. She's, like, she's like trying to cover, and Jen's like, ah, Lexi! Yeah, so then <laughs> we're out on the streets of New York, and Lexi Whoa, puts look. down her... Oh, what? What? Yeah, are we, well, I was going to say before that, is that before that whenever Gabe and Jen set up the camera to watch Miss Dawson? No, I think that's after. So, (coughs) they're on the streets, Lexi puts down her sunglasses, and they have the little rhinestone heart, also very iconic. Her style is just amazing. So then, Gabe places this spy camera outside of Miss Dawson's window. They're literally right outside of her window, like, on the fire escape. And they put it directly facing into her window, which has no curtains, no blinds, nothing. And they just, like, leave it there, and it's fine. It's very obvious. Yeah, so they go back to Gabe's room, and he has hundreds of tapes in his room, and... he films everything. Yeah. That's his only personality trait. Yeah, but they start moving the camera outside Miss Dawson's window... Uh, then we cut back to Jack and Lexi. Uh, they turned the camera on and Miss Dawson was not there. Yeah, Jack and Lexi are off the subway and she's seeing all of the yeah. diversity. I put that with little squiggly lines. Oh, I put a whole new world. <laughs> yeah, of New York City because there's people doing different things and wearing different things and oh my God, the hustle and bustle. So That's different than the, the Upper East, East Side. side. <laughs> yeah, so Lexi pulls out this map and she's like, okay, we have to go this way. And Jack is like, no, we have to go that way. And Lexi's like, I have a map. And Jack's like... I I literally know where I'm going. Well, he's like, in. I've been to Mr. Walker's house before. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to Gabe and Jen, and we see Miss Dawson walk into their living room her living room, but she starts doing this exercise tape. Yeah, and then Jen gets up and starts doing it with her from Gabe's room for yeah, comedic and effect, like, what are you doing? She's like, well, if we're going to sit here, like, I might as well do it. <laughs> um, so as they're walking through Bro- Brooklyn, everyone is staring at Lexi because she's wearing this bright and colorful, expensive outfit. Uh, Lexi almost runs into a homeless man who's walking the streets, and Lexi notices that he's wearing a coat that looks exactly like Mr. Walker's, and she insists that there's not more than one of those coats in all of New York City. Yeah, she's like, no one else would have such an ugly coat. Okay. Um, so they walk up to Mr. Walker's house, and they see Miss Stern walking out of the house. Um, and Lexi's like, you know, they had a weird conversation before he disappeared, um, and then they just go and walk inside of his house. Well, the the door is open to his, well, like, apartment. Yeah, their door is open. There's no, like, crime scene investigation, like, no tape or anything. Everyone is literally just, like, walking in and out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Another thing I wanted to add real quick is that at this point, Jack mentions the reason he's been to Mr. Walker's house is because Mr. Walker gave him his old computer at the beginning of the school year because Jack didn't have one. Yeah, so, uh, they start rifling through, like, all of Mr. Walker's things, leaving fingerprints everywhere. Yeah, they find this briefcase that has the initials NP, and they don't know what that means, but they hold on to that information. Yeah, so Lexi walks into Mr. Walker's bedroom, she opens this armoire... Armoire, and on the inside of the door, there's a mirror. And when she opens the mirror, she sees that behind her, Mr. Sheffield just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's kind of scary. And she's like, if Mr. Sheffield disappeared behind you, I think I'd be scared. Yeah, but then we cut back to Gabe and Jen real quick. Gabe is asleep, and Jen is slipping through a magazine. But Miss Dawson is pacing in her apartment. Yeah, and then so, some dude with a plant walks in. Yeah, it's like this mystery man, and. He, like, hugs Miss Dawson. She looks really uncomfortable. He's got, he's, like, brought this plant for her, but he's hiding this face. Mm-hmm. And it's not until he sets it down that, that they realize it's Mr. Goldbloom, the newspaper teacher. From school. Um, so, back at Mr. Walker's house, Mr. Sheffield is Detective Meanie. Yeah. <laughs> he's not Mr. Sheffield. No. Um, he tells, uh... Jack and I keep wanting to say Lindsay because her name is I put her name is L. yeah and Lexi that they're on private property and that's against the law yeah he's like you're tra- tra- <laughs> trespassing and they're like oh we didn't know that was illegal yeah he's still British too <laughs> which I also love so I, I feel like if you cast Mr. Sheffield in something he can't not be British <laughs> <laughs> just wrong um uh, yeah so he's like who are you and what are you doing Lexi immediately explains who they are and I'm like yeah, that's a bad tactic girl, you, don't, lie. <laughs> you don't need to do that Um, and so, the detective asks, like, is he still alive? Like, what's going on? And Lexi is, uh, she starts, like, distracting him. She's like, oh, what time is it? And starts asking him other questions, and then Jack is like, okay, well, we gotta go. We gotta get across town for dinner. Like, oops, sorry. Jack is, like, really trying to get out of there, but Lexi's like, hold on. Yeah. So, they finally get outside, and Lexi tells Jack, she's like, you know, that guy wasn't a detective. Like, He wore, like, all these expensive things, and he told us that, like, this is how long he's been a New York detective. There's no way he could afford that. And they're like, oh, yeah, we should run background on him. Yeah. Uh, They can do it at Jack's house. They're already there. Yeah, because Lexi's like, oh, we'll just go back to my house. And Jack's like, no, I live, like, right over there. Yeah, so whenever Lexi, like, mentions, like, material things like clothing and accessories, Jack kind of, like, rolls his eyes, like, who cares? But this is the first time where we see that Lexi's knowledge of these material things comes in handy. Right, so we get to Jack's house, which, I mean, I still don't understand the way that New York works entirely, but I feel like a house in Brooklyn would still be very expensive. Yeah. Because he, it, his family owns the whole it's house. A really nice house. <laughs> yeah, but they go into Jack's house, and his mom is home, and Lexi's kind of surprised at that, and he's like, oh, well, she works nights. She's an emergency room nurse or whatever. And Lexi asks about his dad, and he's like, oh, my dad died a couple years ago. And Lexi's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, we also learned that um, Jack is at, Brook- is at Millington, the school, on scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Lexi's also surprised that Jack's mom cooks. Yeah, well, because they order takeout food, or they have their, or uh, their housekeeper. Yeah, yeah. So they tell mom like, "Oh, we're working on a school project," and she offers them a lemon bar. Mm-hmm. Um, they go upstairs to Jack's room, where his computer is. Lexi looks well, at like yeah, these- there's family pictures on the wall, and so Lexi's like asking who people are, and Jack's like, "Oh, that's my older brother Todd." She's like, "He's in the Navy," hence the Navy shirt that Jack keeps wearing. Uh, he's like, he's stationed in Hawaii, and so Lexi tries to, like, find a common ground. She's like, oh my god, I love Hawaii, it's so fun, blah, 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 and Jack's like, I've never been. Yeah, she literally looks at him, she's like, so, what's your favorite island? Yeah, and like, I always feel like, that always sticks out to me so much, favorite <laughs> island? Like, you just go to Hawaii, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've never been to Hawaii. There's different islands. I know of, that, yeah. but, like, how do, you, I don't know. I don't know, I've been. How many, many islands been? have you been to? Uh, yeah, so Jack then takes her to his room, and he's like, yeah, this is, like, me and Todd used to share this room before he went away, and, oh, this is when Lexi asks about his dad. He says that he died a few years ago. Lexi apologizes, and Jack says, like, he was sick for a long time, so, like, uh, it's okay, like, it still yeah. sucks, but I loved him a lot, and we, like, got to say our goodbyes. Uh, and so yeah, so then we, Lexi notices Jack has all these bowling trophies in yeah. his room, and Jack's like, oh yeah, I bowl. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, she's like, oh, you're really good at it. And he's like, well, I still use rented shoes, so I'm not that good or something. I don't know. Well, um, Lexi says something about, like, ew, like, wearing other people's shoes. And Jack's like, well, real bowlers have their own shoes or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so-, so then they look up uh, on the computer, um, like, a sort of, like, public da- database for a detective meanie. And they find a meanie who's a private investigator. Um, Then Jack checks his email, and it says he has an email from Mr. Walker that was sent yesterday. It was a letter of recommendation to renew his scholarship at school. Yeah, and the letter was dated four days ago, but it wasn't sent until yesterday, so, Jack's, like, well, this used to be Mr. Walker's computer, so maybe we should snoop around and see what we can find. So, they find that the lister, l- the owner is listed as Nicholas Petrosian. Yeah, it's, NP. like, well, it's also, like, this computer is licensed to him. Is that, like, a thing? Well, I think it's, like, you know how an older computer is, like, you had to pick the user or whatever, and, like, you oh. had the name. So, you yeah, probably had to, like, fill that stuff out when you set it up. Yeah. So uh, then we cut back to Gabe and Jen, and they're still spying on Miss Dawson. Jen and is Mr. Saying, Goldblum. Yeah, and Jen says that Lexi's paging them to meet back at her place. And Gabe says, all right, well, we'll just leave this video running. Yeah, so Lexi and Jack tell Jen and Gabe, uh, Mr. Walker's real name, Nicholas Petrosian, and what everything that, they, that happened. Um, they start to, like, lay out all the facts, and... Uh, I think Gabe suggests maybe like Mr. Goldblum and Miss Dawson conspired to get rid of Mr. Walker. Uh, Lexi insists that there can't be more than one ugly jacket in New York City that the homeless man was wearing. Well, and she's also like, I just believe in Mr. Walker and Miss Dawson's love. They love each other. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, Lexi briefly suggests that maybe Mr. Goldblum was jealous, but it's quickly um, pushed aside because Jack found this newspaper article from Arizona that says Nicholas Petrosian mysteriously disappeared. He was a banker in the 80s who was charged with fraud and embezzlement and is survived by his mother who lives in brighton beach new york yeah well and he's missing and they said that he is suspected dead or something like that yeah so jack's like okay let's find her address yeah, so at school, Jen is telling Lexi about her cute outfit. She's just, like, describing an outfit to her, but Lexi zones out, and she starts looking at Jack. She's like, and She's like, mm, maybe I like Jack. She's like, I wonder if his life is hard. <laughs> and then, um, she's like, I like spending time with him. And then she's like, what am I thinking? I don't like that. Yeah, so but Jack walks up, and he says that he got, uh, Mrs. Petrosian's address. She was in the phone book. It was so easy to look up. Ha 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 ha, ha. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, Jack walks away, and Jen's like, "You know you like him." Like, what do you? <laughs> yeah. So after school, uh, Jack and Lindsay go to Mrs. Petrosian's. Lexi, house. <laughs> you said Lindsay too. Lexi <laughs> go to Mrs. Petrosian's house. Oh, I just want to say, I think this is Lexi's most iconic outfit. She's wearing this metallic gold jacket, like Lexi Gold, and a camouflage skirt, and I love it. I love <laughs> the gold jacket. I love her like single like strands of crimped hair, and the rest is all straight. And she has, like, these, like, square gold earrings. I love the whole thing. There's a lot going on. The, uh, the costume crew for this movie, they did the most, and I love it. Yeah, so they get to Miss Petrosian's house, and they knock on the door. They ask if any if uh, this is Mrs. Petrosian. She's like, no one by that name lives here. But as they're talking, they're like, oh, well, we go to school. Like, Mr. Walker was our teacher, and we're just trying to find some stuff out. And as she's trying to, like, close the door, Mr. Walker shows up behind her. And they're like, like, oh, my God, he's alive. He's like, Mom, it's fine. Let him in. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not going to turn me in. Yeah. So they uh, all yeah, go so, inside her house, and Lexi is complimenting Mrs. Petrosian's pendant. In her head, she's like, oh, that's so ugly, but she compliments it anyway. And Mrs. Petrosian's like, oh, I bought it at a junk shop outside Reno with some nickels from the slots. Yeah, and so <laughs> they start asking Mr. Walker, they're like, hey, dude, what's up with the fraud and embezzlement? And yeah. he's like, I was framed. Yeah, so then we start this, like, little flashback sequence of, like, narration. Mm -hmm. So it turns out Mr. Walker was Nicholas Petrosian. Um, In the 80s, he was this, like, young up-and-coming banker in Arizona. Uh, He was, like, making the the bank a bunch of money, and he just landed this, like, huge account. um, And people were noticing him, including Granville, his boss. Um, but then after he got the account, someone stole $10 million out of it and placed it into this new foreign account under his name. He tried to withdraw the money and turn it into the police, but it was already empty before he could do it, and they never figured out where the money went. Um, they, he didn't, like, try and investigate. He's like, lots of people, like, all my upper ups, like, uppers, upper higher ups that's what I meant to say, had access to this account. There's, like, no way that I, like, would have had the time to just singly, like, track down someone Mm -hmm. before going to jail, so I decided to run. Um, and someone ended up blackmailing me for months, like, leaving notes saying, like, I know what you did, I'm gonna find you. Mm -hmm. Um, so he decided to fake his own death to get rid of this stalker, and he took the identity of a deceased teacher who had died a year prior before he came to town. Mm-hmm. and he really liked his new life as a teacher. He began to, he began to like, settle in, and that's when he met Miss Dawson. And, and he fell in love. Everything, and Ms., Mrs. Petrojan fucking loves Miss Dawson. <laughs> she's just happy for her son. Yes. But, um, and then he says, things were fine until Lexi's article. Yeah! Until <laughs> so Lexi's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, I'm so sorry. And Mr. Walker's, like, really cool about it. Yeah. He's like, I know it's not your fault. Like, you didn't mean any harm. Like, you're just, like, a student, like, newspaper Yeah, but he says that after that article came out, he felt like someone was following him again, and so he found a note when he got home, and he says the ink was smudged from the rain, but he shows them the note. It's not really legible, but it's, like, a threat, and there's a time and a date that he needs to show up somewhere or Miss Dawson will suffer the consequences, but he can't read the time or date because, like I said, it's smudged. Yes, so that is why he decided to break up with Miss Dawson to try and protect her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so Lexi and Jack figure, all I need to do is figure out the hotel location, um, and they can use Mr. Walker as bait. Yeah, and then we'll be able to figure out who this mystery person is. Yeah, we lure this person out. Uh, so back at home, Lexi knocks on Taylor's door, and she asks Taylor for help. So Taylor uses this, like, spy kit to This scene, when I was a kid, I thought this was so cool. (laughs) She, like, has this spy kit, and she starts, like, going over the note- To try and reveal this invisible ink. Yeah, she has, like, different powders that she sprinkles over it and, like, all the stuff she's doing. It's very, like, national treasure, what's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Except, Taylor somehow had black lights installed in (laughs) her living room. (laughs) Listen, I don't doubt it. This kid seems very, very smart. So, like, all the lights turn off and the black lights turn on and they're able to see, like, the ink that was smudged. It's not, it's just... Smudged ink with the rain, anyway. Yeah, and so they need to go to the Fairmark Hotel. Yeah. So, so Dad next- gets home as they realize this, and they turn on all the lights, and then they pretend like they're dancing to distract Dad, who I guess is just clueless, even though he's supposed to be a reporter. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, the next day, I guess is Saturday, Lexi comes downstairs in a black leather trench coat and sunglasses, mm-hmm. and- Her hair is up in, like, a high pony, half up, half down, very Ariana, Ariana, I mean. Ariana. Ariana, <laughs> I corrected myself. Um, Dad tells Lexi before she leaves, she's like, hey, Mr. Walker is a suspect of embezzlement and he's on the run. And Lexi's like, does anyone, like, have suspicions on where he is? And Dad's like, no, no news about that. Um, and Lexi's like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Taylor, before she leaves, gives Lexi these walkie-talkies before we're leaving. And then we see Lexi, Jen, Jack, and Gabe, all in matching black leather jackets and sunglasses, get into a cab. Yeah, so they're all, like... Uh, getting on the same plan, like getting together, and yeah, they meet they with Mr. Literally Walker. literally strut down the street. <laughs> they meet with Mr. Walker, give him like one of the walkie talkies, and again, kind of yeah, talk Tom's the unit, plan over with sunglasses. him. Sunglasses. And then these four children in matching black leather jackets and sunglasses walk, casually walk into this fancy hotel. And these two women rightfully say, I think those kids are up to no good. Yeah. Because who the fuck does that? Like, can you imagine being in a hotel? <laughs> Right, so they're all, like, in their places waiting for everything to happen. Miss Dawson shows up, and Lexi's like, oh, no, I told her to lay low. I guess she didn't get the message. So Lexi tells Mr. Walker not to follow her to the elevator because that's where she's going, and Mr. Walker's very, like, worried that she's going to get hurt because of the threat. Yes. So then yeah. Mr. Goldbloom shows up, and he goes into this other room, and they're like, this well, restaurant. what's Mr. Goldbloom doing? Yeah. And then we see secu- a security chasing the homeless man that we've seen, yeah through the hotel and then we also spot mrs Petrosian and miss stern what is everyone doing here yeah and they're all trying to figure out like who who is this mystery person what is going on but then detective meanie walks in and approaches mr walker and mr walker says granville oh it's his boss from the bank in arizona yeah mr walker's like why'd you do this And so, Granville just explains that he set him up, and he's like, I want it now. And Mr. Walker's like, I don't have the money. And Granville's like, I know you don't, but I need it now. And so, Lexi tries to tell him to, like, just go along with it. So, Mr. Walker's like, oh, well, I'll give you half of it, but I don't have all of it. And he's like, half of it? What are you doing? And he, like, like, uh... Lunges. Yeah, he like lunges towards him, which tries to grab the briefcase. Yeah, which creates a bunch of feedback, and then he realizes the comms unit out of Mister Walker's ear. Yeah, and so he realizes like, oh, Oh, this is a setup. setup. And so he like runs away. So everyone starts to chase. Okay, so yeah, he starts to run away. Mister Walker starts to chase him, and then he falls and hurts his ankle. And then he tells these children. To go chase after that embezzler stalker blackmailer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so. Maybe uh, they should, like, should have gotten the police in this. Apparently. (laughs) Instead of children. (laughs) Jack and Lexi split up with, uh, and Jen and Gabe split up, and so Jen and Gabe are on a different floor. They pass that, like, homeless man again who's being chased. We see Mrs. Petrosian just kind of, like, walking around. (laughs) They don't explain that. Uh, Lexi and Jack are in the boiler room, and then. They start to chase Granville. Yeah. And he throws a can at them and runs. So they're catching up to him, but then he turns on these like steam steam pipes yeah and so and they all start like shooting out like steam one by one yeah and Lexi's bracelet gets stuck on the very last one and mm -hmm. it's about to like they're like all going one by one Lexi's like I'm gonna get like sprayed with this boiling hot steam she's like Jack help me yeah so Jack cuts it off in time they get out of the boiler room and Lexi's like oh my god thank you and (laughs) she's his cheek I said girl for what he just saved your life but like you would have done that for anyone yeah she's like thanks for saving me Jack girl not the time so then they hear screaming from the ladies' room, and so Lexi's like, uh, I'm gonna go see yeah. what that is. they're, like, in the basement, and then they see, um, the door to the ladies' locker room, but there's, like, a half-fallen sign that says, like, hotel spa, mm-hmm. or whatever, so Lexi walks in, because obviously Jack, Jack can't walk in, um, and she goes through, and she's like... Going through like the lockers and like the little stalls. And this part's like scared me when I was <laughs> a kid. I remember like watching this and my stomach like dropping. I mean, Miss Dawson is kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, so she finds Miss Dawson. She has, she's like, has a face mask and then. Her head is, like, wrapped in, like, a towel, like, across her mouth, and she's in a robe, and her feet are in, like, two bucks, buckets of water, and her hands are tied up, and she's like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. It's, like, a terrifying image. Yeah, so Lexi, like, un, like helps her a little bit, and Miss Dawson explains that she was invited to a free spa day, and that this is all a setup, blah, 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 and Lexi's like, I'd love to help you, but I really can't. She shoves her in a shower. Yeah, Lexi. She turns on the shower, shoves her in, and she's like, okay, bye. Yeah, she's like, oh, by the way, Mr. Walker is alive and she pushes her into the shower and then leaves yeah what <laughs> yeah so we see Gabe and Jen they're still running from floor to floor the homeless guy is walking around and he walks into some meeting uh we find out that he was undercover he was trying to see what it's like to be a homeless person on and the street. and he was wearing a suit under his homeless clothes this whole time yeah a fake beard yeah and so he tries to explain that like during the, his entire two weeks living on the streets, the only nice thing that happened to him was this coat. And it's because this coat was an offering of kindness. Some man took it off of his back and gave it to me as shelter and warmth. So, one, we know that that man was Mr. Walker. Two, Lexi and Jack witnesses, and Lexi thinks a coat is shelter. I never thought of it like that. So it's not just the way that it looks is why clothes are important. Yeah. And three, we see that Dad is covering this event. So Dad is there in the hotel. Yeah, and so while this happens, Jack and Lexi are, like, about to run out. Dad sees them, and he's like, Lexi? But he doesn't follow them. Yeah, just, like, roll his eyes. Yeah, so... Uh oh. Yeah, so then we see Mrs. Petrosian sit down at like the hotel restaurant in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Um Gabe, no, Granville runs through the restaurant with everyone chasing after him. Um briefly Mr. Walker and Miss Dawson reunite and it's really nice. Mrs. Petrosian loves to see it. Mm-hmm. Um the gang lost Gate, lost Granville because they were all watching Miss Dawson and Mr. Walker <laughs> reunite. Yeah. Uh security walks up and they're like, "Children, what's seems to be the problem here so they're like oh we're just having tea with my grandma and they sit down and, with mrs petrosian yeah um so lexi instead of just like turning around she puts on her rear view glasses yeah she's got to be a spy and she sees oh there's detective meaty slash granville instead of like running out of the hotel he just like casually picks up a newspaper to try yeah he's hide. like trying to hide so, so she says jack go get him <laughs> yeah instead of again doing it herself so Jack is like, what the, what the fuck, where is he? Mm-hmm. So then he eventually spots him and he sees these two chefs carrying this giant wedding cake. Mm-hmm. So Jack decides to push this cart. Into the two bakers carrying the wedding cake, and the wedding cake happens to fall right on top of Granville. And of course, he makes over. that face like as it's falling on him like, instead ooh. of moving. <laughs> that makes me so mad in movies. Uh, so Detective Mustache, who I his name I forgot. Potter. It's detective Potter. Yeah. He yells "freeze!" and like shows his detective badge. Yeah. Ms. Stern and Mister Gold. Oh, so this is where Lexi starts narrating, and she says that. So, it turns out Miss Stern and Mr. Goldblum are both bit there at the hotel because they liked Mr. Walker and Miss Dawson, and they were trying to separate them. But, it turns out all well in the end because Miss Stern and Mr. Goldbloom ended up getting together. Look at that. Uh, they had no, uh, role in the crimes. <laughs> um, Dad runs onto the scene. Mrs. Petrosian starts to go <laughs> off on Granville. She's like, I've been waiting for this my whole life. She's not British. (laughs) No, she's not Irish either. (laughs) But yeah, she's just like, my son's been in hiding because of you. Yeah, Detective Potter puts Granville under arrest for not only embezzlement and fraud, but also impersonating an officer. Yeah, but then they're like, oh, we're also going to have to arrest Nicholas Petrosian slash Mr. Walker because The money's still still missing. Yeah. And so, um- This is when Lexi notices Mrs. Petrosian's bumblebee brooch. And she says, Mrs. Petrosian, where did you get that hit- I mean, completely unique, bumblebee brooch. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Petrosian says, oh, you know, I found it on the bank floor back when Reagan was president. Uh, she says, I was sitting there, I was going to get lunch with my son, and I found this brooch in a paper bag on the floor, and I thought it was so pretty, and I showed my son, and I was going to try and see who, if anyone lost it, but the next day, he was already on the run. So, what I took from this is that this is all Reagan's fault. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, and And she's like, so I just kept the bumblebee brooch. Yeah, so Lexi takes the brooch, and she's like, you know, this brooch is very rare. This is a canary diamond, which, if you've seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. (laughs) Anyway, she's like, I imagine that this brooch may be worth $10 million. And everyone gasps. And she's like, I think Detective Meany, I mean... Granville uh put the money in the account and then took it out and then bought this diamond to hide the money now i believe that this scene was inspired by legally blonde that's what i was thinking (laughs) it's very legally blonde because she takes it because like again the whole time Lexi is sort of like this like rich girl she loves like materialistic yeah material she knows that uh meanie isn't a detective because of his nice outfit and stuff right so and again, like another, I mean, it's like a really bad example, but the whole like green coat thing, she's yeah. like, that was Mr. Walker's. And again, she uses this knowledge of material items to prove Mr. Walker's innocence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the detectives immediately just believe her. They yeah. don't like check the diamond or take Mr. Walk- Walker in for like questioning or anything. No. They're just like, okay, he's a free man.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so. that's it.
0: And then it cuts to um, the story on the front page of the Daily Examiner written by Lexi Gold. It says, no sub for missing teacher. That's the headline, and it's a picture of the kids and Mr. Walker. (laughs) They're all, like, have their thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah, so then Miss Dawson is... They're, like, sitting in a garden for some reason. Yeah, Miss Dawson is talking to Lexi, and she's like, good job on your article. Like, that's amazing. And she's like, I'm so glad Mr. Walker is free now. Like, blah, 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 blah. Miss Dawson's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go meet him now. He has to ask me something. And Lexi's like, oh my god, he's gonna propose. Yes, and we immediately cut to Miss Dawson and Mr. Walker's wedding uh Mm -hmm. Lexi and her classmates are applauding outside the church Lexi is wearing this gorgeous blue dress with these like with like a butter a strap made of butterflies it's very cute it's good um Gabe is filming Lexi again and she's like what's your secret for getting the inside scoop and Leslie (laughs) Lexi grabs the camera and she says there is no secret it is skill Ooh. Uh, so Jack walks up. Um, Lexi congratulates him on getting his scholarship renewed, mm-hmm. um, and Jack's like, "Oh, you did a good job on the case." And Lexi's like, "I learned that things aren't always as they seem." Um, and she's like, "Oh, I have a gift for you." And she got them. Vin- she got him vintage bowling shoes, and she's like, "Maybe we could all go bowling sometime." And Jen um, is like, first of all, how does she know what size shoes he wears? Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Jen freaks out because she's like, "Ew, other people's shoes!" And Lexi's like is fine. <laughs> we can do that, yeah. Um, so Lexi narrates that New York City has everything. Uh, if you can't find it, well, get a clue. uh uh-huh. I don't get why at the end they're trying to make this, like, a love letter to New York City. Yeah, I, just, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I, I, like, I get they were trying to do that throughout, but it's not very consistent. No. <laughs> did you have any favorite quotes from this? I don't think, I didn't think I did. Yeah, I don't think I had any that I didn't, like, say already. Yeah, same. <laughs> So how did you rate and rank this? Okay, well, your girl loves Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. and your girl loves white collar crime. Mm-hmm. Your girl loves a mystery, so I gave this a four point five out of five, and I put it at number four, below Halloween Town Two and above Xenon One. See, I, whenever I originally was ranking the DComs back years ago, when I first saw that BuzzFeed article <laughs> that prompted me to start this podcast, I remembered Get a Clue like so so good, and I put this at my number one and now I do not feel like it was it was (laughs) deserving that I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 like I still think it was good and it was fun but like I said there were like plot holes and it kind of dragged a little bit like there were parts that didn't really need to be there I felt like so I gave this 3.5 out of 5 I put it at number 11 so still pretty high it's under xenon the sequel and above uh the ultimate christmas present yeah this movie to me catered to everything that I love (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean Lindsay lohan is very good in it i cannot deny that <sighs> i'm so sad we're not gonna be able to see her again throughout the rest of this podcast <laughs> well we have a very exciting one coming up next next <gasps> week we're watching gotta kick it up si, se puede. oh my god i love <laughs> gotta kick it up we get to see my queen america ferrera i am very excited yeah so we'll see you then bye bye